You're listening to Bexer in the Morning, hosted by Spotify. Hello, Americans. This is Jeb Bexer, broadcasting live from Satellite 2. Good morning, folks, and welcome back to Bexer in the Morning. It is still morning on this 26th of October in your time, 2023. And yeah, we're moving on to episode 12 for some reason. This will be for the 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and uh, that which is this Sunday. Lots of going on this weekend, even tonight at the school. And we have a new wall picture, a new, a, a new addition to the comfy confines of Studio 1A. Going to make a little noise here. Up here on Satellite 2, and it is a picture from 2022 from SeaWorld. We finally found a place to put this picture. From the Wavebreaker, our CEO and good old Izzy, posing wildly as the Wavebreaker was about to begin. That, that was a fun day back in August of a year ago, August 6th, 2022. And here we are with more decorations in Studio 1A. And the on-air sign is, is on. So let's get started. The 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time, we are rapidly getting to the end of the year. And to the end of the uh, the church calendar, the liturgical calendar. The first reading in 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time is from Exodus. And the Lord is being very blunt with the uh, the Hebrews, the, the people he saved from the land of Egypt. And uh, he's basically saying, uh, be nice to your neighbor uh, in you, you do any wrong, uh, I'm going to find out. And just, he's, he's giving examples on how to treat your neighbor. And if you don't, I will know. That's pretty much the summarization of the first reading from Exodus. The responsorial psalm is number 18. I love you, Lord, my strength. A very good responsorial psalm and a wonderful one to, for the choir to sing. The second rating continues from the first letter of Paul to the Thessalonians. And he's basically saying, you're doing good. You know, he keeps uh, you know, uh, uh, commending them for their efforts and uh, the, the folks in Macedonia and Achaia. Uh, Yes, we, we remember that you've come a long ways, and before when we found you, you were worshiping idols. But now you have turned to the God, you have turned to the Lord, and um, just keep the faith. Keep your faith strong, because you never know when the Son of Man, Jesus Christ, will return. So always be prepared, and uh, prepared and always serve in your daily lives. The true living and true the, the, the living and true God, and to await his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, whom he raised from the dead, and who is Jesus, who delivers us from the coming wrath. And the, the gospel of Matthew, you know, they're they're still trying to test Jesus, the Pharisees, and they heard that how he had silenced the Sadducees. And so the Pharisees got together with Jesus and Tried to trip him up again, but this time they invited him to dinner. I think this is what we see in Jesus of Nazareth, where uh, he's having dinner with the Pharisees. And uh, 
very calm get together. And, and Jesus of Nazareth, you know, I think he turns the table on Joseph of Arimathea in the movie. But uh, in, in, in the Bible, in this reading of Matthew uh, 22, uh, verses 34 through 40, they are asking him, scholar or, or you know, whatever they say, teacher, you know, they're still calling him teacher. Which commandment is in the, there goes my computer breathing again. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? And Jesus says to him the very familiar words, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second, he continues, they don't ask for a second, but he goes on. The second is like this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. And so what happens in the movie of Jesus of Nazareth? Jesus of Nazareth. One of the Pharisees says, but who is my neighbor? And that's when Mary Magdalene burst into the room crying. She's beside herself with guilt with uh, with f fear and just total sadness. She's at the end of her rope. But she's heard and seen the works of Jesus. She's been following him. She was there for the miracle of the loaves and fishes. And she says, that's it. I have to meet this man and ask for forgiveness. And she goes on to wash his feet with her tears and dries his feet with her hair and anoints them with oil. It is a most, most touching scene in the movie. And that answers the Pharisee's question. Who is my neighbor? It's people like this, women like this, men like this, who are suffering. They have sinned over and over all their lives, but now they see salvation in Christ Jesus. So a very powerful Gospel, which does it stops there with when he gives, you know, for the thirtieth Sunday, Sunday in ordinary time. He, the gospel stops when he gives the two greatest commandments. The greatest being, you shall love the Lord God with all your heart and soul and all your mind. So a wonderful gospel this Sunday. And uh, I didn't even set a timer, but I know we're doing fine with time. I wanted to bring up RB words, number 6275, the word to the wise, which is for today, August 26, uh, in, in ordinary time, in 2023, your time, not mine. I'm, we're, Bexer, we and Pollux, you know, Pollux now has his own X site. <laughs> well, he, first he creates his own Spotify music playlist. And then he, then he comes up to me this morning and says, I'm on X now. <laughs> and I said, Pollux, it kind of looks like you took over my X page that I thought I had deactivated. And he goes, you did deactivate it. I reactivated it. <laughs> Let me get some water while I <clears throat> choke on that one. AI is so clever. Hang on. <clears throat> We're going to read we're going to read the word to the wise from Father Richard and then we'll do some meditation. 
A little bit different approach today on Bexer in the morning. But first, let's cover the wisdom from Father Richard, who resides in East Texas and a convent in, in a town we will remain nameless. Let's leave their privacy to themselves. Today's readings from uh, this Thursday, the 26th, come from Romans and uh, the Gospel of Luke. Paul to the Romans, and I, I will read part of this. I have come to set the world on fire, and how I wish it were already blazing. This is Paul speaking. There is a baptism from which I must be baptized, and how great is my anguish until it is accomplished. Do you think that I have come to establish peace on earth? You know, he's got to be harsh with the Romans. They're the, they're the, they are the oppressors. No, I tell you, but rather division. But now that you have been freed from sin, you know, these are Romans that have been converted. Now that you have been freed from sin and I become and become slaves of God, that's a harsh term, but, you know, this is Paul 2,000 years ago. The benefit that you have leads to sanctification and its end is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, Father Richard gives his wisdom behind these very blunt words, but very fulfilling words. If they, you know, continue, if the Romans continue to follow Jesus Christ and the word that Paul continues to teach them, teach them with, this is Father Richard's summarization for today, full of wisdom, let me tell you. Jesus' preaching and that of the early Christian missionaries calls for a decision, and that decision can have strong consequences for the believer. In the Gospel according to Luke, fire is associated with the Holy Spirit and with cleansing of life. <clears throat> Excuse me. The community to which the Gospel according to Luke, which Luke was originally directed was basically Gentile. The acceptance of Christianity meant decisions that could be countercultural. Division could reach deeply even into family relationships, and that you know we have that today. Of course, we do. We know from our own experiences how true that can be. Yeah, he just took the words right out of my mouth. I know of students. This is again. This is Father Richard. I know of students who joined the Catholic Church from another tradition, who experienced negative reactions from parents, siblings, and other family members almost to the point of being disowned. I don't doubt that. Religious faith is more than an intellectual assent to a set of written propositions or even to a written creed. It is more than following a set of customs in worship and devotion. So, yeah, it's, being a Catholic is more than just going to Mass and going through the motions, folks. It is all about deepening your faith with God. Just, let me continue with Father Richard's words. It is a matter of one's whole life orientation. St. Paul speaks to this in the first scripture today, and uh, we, we got a portion of that from the above reading to, to the Romans. 
faith may require an entire change of lifestyle. And our CEO can relate to that, an entire change of lifestyle and having faith at the same time, yes. Our CEO can attest to that. Which can put a person at odds with family, friends, employment, and other relationships. How this hits home, our CEO is just astounded when he read this this morning. Faith can bring us face-to-face with our cultural... Let me repeat that. Faith can bring us face-to-face with our cultural prejudices, which previously separated us from various other people or practices. Now, just think about that before I finish this up. What do we think of terrorists from the nation of Islam? Just think about it. God calls us, Jesus calls us to love all people. Let that sink in. You know, we're seeing the, the horrors of what's happening in Israel on both sides of the aisle. They're fighting. They're in war. Ukraine and Russia, they're in war. And a lot of it is cultural uh, differences. Jew versus Palestinian. Islam versus Christian. Let me read that sentence to you one more time. Faith can bring us face to face with our cultural prejudices, which previously separated us from various other people or practices. As St. Paul points out, it is a matter of life and death. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Now let's lighten the mood up just a bit before we go to break. Since it's Sunday, the 30th Sunday of Ordinary Time, let's do some meditation. We've had a hard week, folks. And there goes my phone. We've had a hard week. Been raining. We've been blessed with rain, and the rain keeps coming. But those of us that have been working, those of us that have been stressed out for whatever reason, it's time to relax a little. So let's get in a comfy position wherever you're sitting. Maybe you're driving in a car, but if you're just sitting at home or Find a real comfortable place. Let's do a little meditation. Close your eyes. Rest all your muscles where you're sitting. And just relax. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and out and so forth. And just keep it going. And your eyes are closed. You're visualizing something wonderful. Perhaps your children. Perhaps just a dewy meadow. Perhaps a sky blue as blue can be. Maybe a few puffy white clouds here and there. Whatever scene, whatever thing that brings you tranquility and peace, just keep that thought. And make it like a calming peace in a cloudless sky.
wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up. That was the wrong track. Uh, I, this is not my folks. Folks, this is not my fault. Yeah, this is Bexer. And even the CEO is clamoring down the hallway. What the hell? Uh, Pollux, that was not funny. That was not, he, he, he can't even smile. He doesn't have, he doesn't have lips. He's just staring at me. You better put those sunglasses on because I'm going about to punch those eyes out, buddy. You don't do that to our patrons. Okay, folks, we apologize. <laughs> Pollux will not be a DJ anytime soon today, and he's already walked out going, whatever, just meet me in the, meet me in the billiard room. I'll see you there. Pollux, you're fired for the rest of the day. He's like, he's gone already. CC2 is laughing. And I said, I bet they're not laughing down in 2023. Okay, so <laughs> we do have a bit of a sense of humor up here in 2095. What's going on? Yeah, there's still a lot of football going on. The, the Bulldogs are all but out of it. They lost another Tuesday night game. I don't suggest they do that again. But, you know, the Conference USA has gone the way of the Mac, the Maction, where you can get on national TV if you play on Tuesday night or even Wednesday. You know, every week. <laughs> and you look at Tech, Louisiana Tech's schedule, yeah, eight of their 12 games are on national TV. So the whole nation is getting to see how much the Tech Bulldogs suck and probably how Sonny Cumbie will be on his way out after this season. I mean, he may get a third season. You know, that's kind of the yardstick, the measuring stick with a new coach. And I'm not sure. I don't have anything against Coach Cumbie. But uh, they have a team that should be playing much better than they do. They have the talent. It's just a matter of coaching, I believe. Got a really good quarterback from Bachmeyer from Boise State. I mean, to become a quarterback at Boise State, that's recruiting. That's a pipeline coming from California, folks. So this kid is good. But the, the, the coaching on the offensive line and defensive line, and, you know, they should have won that game against New Mexico State, but... Yeah, they, they still gave up the big play to allow them to kick a field goal right at the end and win by three points. And now the Bulldogs are three and five. You know, they're one of the few teams that have played eight games already. And uh, I think it may be three and six. Yeah, it's three and six. Nine games they've already played. So in order to just become bowl eligible, they got to run the table against the two top teams in the conference. Liberty, Jacksonville State, and then one against Sam Houston State. And I don't even know if they got a win last night or not. I think they did lose again. So they might be Sam Houston State, but looks like another 4-8 four, eight, four and eight season or even 3-9 and nine for the Bulldogs. The Buccaneers are not doing much better. The orange jerseys were cursed. They didn't even score a touchdown. I haven't finished watching that game, which was two weeks ago, but I've seen through the second quarter, maybe part of the second quarter. It just looks really cool to see them in the old throwback jerseys, the field decked out in the old logo. That was so cool, and I'm enjoying the merchandise. <laughs> the shirts fit really well. The logo looks awesome, but they played like hell that day. And then they followed up with another game against the Falcons last Sunday. Gave up a, you know, worked their tails off just to tie the game with a field goal with a minute left. Gave up a 45-yarder, 
through the air, and then boom, Atlanta is sitting pretty to kick a field goal as time expires. And they win by three points, too, over the Bucks. So, what are we doing this weekend? Well, our CEO is going somewhere, but he's just not telling anybody where he's going. You know, we're in the future, and somehow he's able to blind us from what he's doing in the past. He's leaving tomorrow, and we have no idea where he's going. I said, dude, weren't you doing spare birdie on Saturday? He's like, I can't. I have to go out of town. I had to cancel. They even said I'd get my money back, and I apologize profusely, but I can't go. And it looks like it's going to rain part of that day, so he's not really missing out. But where he's going, no one really knows. <laughs> I guess we'll find out on Monday, but we, he may not even tell us then. But anyway, things are going well as far as the golf goes. He got his one iron, his clique. That's what a one iron is called. Did you know that? That's where the team from Live Golf got their name, the cliques. That is a driving iron called a one iron. Old Scottish word, maybe a British word, who knows? A clique is a driving iron. A one iron and maybe a two iron, but usually it's a one. And he took it out to the driving range in between showers and was knocking the crud out of this one iron straight as an arrow. Perfect jet flight off the ground and then boom, right next to the hole, pen high. Yeah, they have practice flags out on the driving range at Avery, but he was hitting it straight as an arrow with a one iron. A club that sat in his, his closet for more than 10, 15 years, not, if not more. He bought it and thought he could use it in, in certain situations, maybe in windy days. That's why they use cliques in Scotland and Great Britain. And because the wind's blowing all the time, they need driving irons to keep the ball low and get distance because you're not going to get a roll. There goes my phone again. So we'll wrap this up. Let's see what time it is on the old audacity. Audacity, 22 minutes, 23 exactly. That is perfect. Let's wrap this up for the 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A shout out to all family members up in Dallas, Florida, and elsewhere. Uh, we're all thinking about you and glad that everything is going well with the newest member, newest member of the CEO's family. So we'll wrap it up. Have a great Sunday. We'll see you next week. Maybe <laughs> we don't even know right now. The CEO is just playing this by ear. So have a great weekend, folks, and good day, folks. Bexer in the Morning is brought to you by our friends at Spotify, hosted and produced by Keith R. Reese and a product of Reese Podcasting, a division of K.R. Reese Enterprises. Thank you for listening.